0: Hi, I'm evangelist Felicia Wallace. Thank you for tuning in to the A Light for Christ podcast, where our aim is to reach the masses for Christ in this current day of chaos, distractions, and confusion. We have set out on this journey to encourage the weary, revive those of us who have been complacent in our faith, and redirect the lost and misguided. We are ordained pastors of the Light of the World Church of God organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We hope you will consider supporting our ministry by visiting our website at alightforchrist.com or from the links provided on our podcast episodes. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support. God bless you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Our scripture reading for today is gonna be found in the book of Isaiah, and that's Isaiah chapter 30, beginning at verses 1 to 3. I'm going to also read Isaiah chapter 30, verses 8 through 11. Woe to the abstinent children, declares the Lord, to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin, who go down to Egypt without consulting me who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to Egypt's shade for refuge. But Pharaoh's protection will be to your shame. Egypt's shade will bring you disgrace. Verse 8, Go now, write it on a tablet for them, inscribe it on a scroll, that for the days to come it may be an everlasting witness. These are rebellious people, Deceitful children, children unwilling to listen to the Lord's instructions. They say to the seers, see no more visions. And to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. Tell us pleasant things, prophesy illusions. Lead this way, get off this path and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. What we're gonna be talking about today is Forming ungodly alliances. So often we do things because we think it's a goodwill type of thing. It's for good intentions. And it's not to say that our motives are not pure when we do them. But God is saying, first of all, we should consult him before we form these various alliances that you carry out these things and you haven't even consulted me. That's what verse one tells us. And so when we have things that go totally in chaos, it's because God wasn't invited into the process in the first place. And what's so important about this is that we have the Holy Spirit to direct and guide us in all things. And so we have to seek God's direction and guidance on a matter before we just dive right in. And I think all of us, as we just look out to what's happening across the world, we must pause for a moment and think about the alliances that have been formed and also alliances that we are forming even in our own lives. In verse two, he says, who go down to Egypt without consulting me, who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to Egypt's shade for refuge. But Pharaoh's protection will be to your shame. Egypt's shade will bring you disgrace. And so as we can see, the Lord is telling us in uh, verse two and three, that sometimes we look at how big someone is and, and or how Big a nation is, and this got to be the right thing because we can all benefit. And we look at in our minds, we're looking at oh, this will be for the greater global good. Well, that's not necessarily always the case, as we're seeing even in this current day. But what happens is sometimes our mind is so made up and we're so determined that we can make this right that we don't even want to hear the warnings. So we have to make sure that it's the things that we do and the alliances that we form, it's not based upon our knowledge in terms of how we rank the person, the country, the situation, but it's really if God's urging us to do that because he is the one that ultimately will you know, show us if in fact that was for our good. And so as we can see, he says, if you do this, if you form these alliances Just based upon who you think the people are, who you think uh, the nation is, without consulting God, it's going to be to our shame. As I said before, if we're able to be a strong witness when we are interacting with people, if they can respect our faith, just like we can respect the fact that they said they want nothing to do with our faith, then, you know, we can proceed because there's a mutual agreement there. But if it's a situation where there is no regard for our faith and we're treated a certain way because of our faith, then those aren't the type of alliances that would even render us being able to be a good witness. So this is why we really have to consult God in the matter. Lord, what are you telling us about our Egypt, our pharaohs of today. This is what we need to ask God about because if we don't do this, we will only bring hardship and distress upon the situation and upon our land. So we can't just go forming relationships and business relationships and partnerships and alliances that we think is for the greater good because God only knows what's ahead we do know that there's going to be times when we're going to have to have certain agreements or certain partnerships with people who aren't of the same faith. We understand that. And so it's not for us to become isolated and say, I only want to have a partnership or work with people who are of the same faith that I am. Because then that keeps us from being a, a good witness to people. So that's not the the intent here. But what I'm talking about here is that if we form such alliances, such partnerships, whatever it is that they may be, we have to know that it is at God's approval. We have to know that any alliances or partnerships that we form that are with people who very expressly um, make known that they are not of the same faith, We got to ask God about these alliances that we're forming. I'm going to skip now to verse 8, because this is what happens when we don't do this. Verse 8 tells us, go now, write it on a tablet for them. Inscribe it on a scroll that for the days to come, it may be an everlasting witness. These are rebellious people, deceitful children Children unwilling to listen to the Lord's instructions. They say to the seers, see no more visions. And to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. Tell us pleasant things, prophesy illusions, lead this way, get off the path and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. Well, what is God saying? I'm sending the instructions, but their ears are closed. They don't want to hear it. Let's face it. Some of us, we just don't want to hear from the Lord. And particularly a lot of times, if we feel like we already have the answer, this is a surefire thing. It's going to work. There's no need to consult God. Basically, we say, we got this. This is what God is warning us in verse eight. He's saying, you know what? go and write this on the tablet and let them know. Because of their disobedience, because of their unwillingness to listen to me, because they want to depend upon their own visions and they want to hear things their way, they want to hear what their tickling ears want to hear instead of, wait, let's consult God on this, we're just going to forge right ahead. And because of this, then the very thing that we try to do will ultimately be to our shame, to our disgrace, and in some cases could even mean our very life. So we must be very careful when we are forming alliances. And it doesn't matter whether it's family, you gotta be careful when you're forming family alliances. Because again, the same thing applies. If the person is of the Lord, there's going to be agreement because we're going to know that if disagreement occurs, we're going to go and say, Hey, as the word of God tells us, come, let us reason together. Let us take care of whatever this alt is that's between us. But when you're not in the Lord, people aren't going to see it that way. They're going to see it out of the eyes of their own self. And so therefore, you're not going to get those results. A lot of times as Christians, we want to think that everybody thinks in the same mindset that we do. And they don't. We have to realize that people have a right under the eyes of God to exercise their free will. And that free will doesn't mean that it's going to be from a Christian perspective and so we can't it's no way that we can make something that's not of God be of God if the participant isn't willing to have anything to do with God and that's why we have to be very careful in the alliances that we form we have to make known initially that this is my faith this is what I believe God is my source Christ is my savior. The Holy Spirit directs and guides me in my decisions, in my going outs and my coming ins. This is who I am. That's you exercising your free will. And we have every right to make people aware of that. We have every right to shout that from the rafters if we so choose. But by the same way they have every right to rebel against it because that's their choice and so we got to stop trying to um, put light and darkness together it can't come together the word of god tells us that he tells us that very clearly that salt water and fresh water it can't run from the same spring he asked the question what does light have in common with darkness there is none So people are either, as he says, you're either for me or you are against me. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have interaction with people who are very much against our God, but we cannot try to make them be of the Lord and our relationship with them be as if it's all one because it's not. We have to be very careful. That's what's called being unevenly yoked. That's why we have to consult God so that he will tell us how we're supposed to handle these type of relationships, these type of partnerships, these type of uh, alliances that we have with people who are not of the Lord. And we have to respect where people are if they don't want to have any parts of the Lord. But we continue to live in Christ That we can be that witness that hopefully one day that their eyes will be open and they will see the true path. Make sure as you interact with people that you stand up for your faith and we be careful with who we form alliances with. And we seek God's instructions. We seek God's knowledge. We seek God's guidance. Be blessed.
1: Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. We hope you've been uplifted by the word today. We hope you were blessed. But you know, I want to talk to you about the urgency and the importance of being right with Christ. Romans 10 beginning at verse eight gives us instruction. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Are you willing to give your heart today? If so, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit this day that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I believe that you are the atoning sacrifice for my sins and that you died on the cross to pave the way to eternal life. I ask you come into my heart And make me whole again through the power of your resurrection that I may be born again and enter into the fellowship of the universal body of Christ. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Welcome to the family. And stay planted in the Lord. This is very important. So God bless you.